Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to Stable Connections, the podcast. Today's episode is with Elena Gaeta, and she talks to us about how she got started with her photography and videography business and some experiences she's had, including posing naked at the beach on horseback. Hope you enjoy. Stable Connections is sponsored by My Mare Co., which specializes in under-helmet headbands. The bands are lightweight and thin, which creates a snug fit with no bulk. They are moisture-wicking, will keep hair from frizzing and earbuds in place. Worn by riders of all disciplines with 16 different sets of varying fun colors. The new spring bands will match many saddle pads and boots for that stylish look. Visit mymareco.com and use code PODCAST to receive 15% off your first order. Stable Connections is sponsored by Healthy Horse CBD. Is your horse stiff, anxious, or in pain? Healthy Horse CBD can help with all of these and so much more. Healthy Horse CBD can also help your horse with arthritis or while rehabbing. Two strengths are available and works with all mammals. Apply on the lower lip daily for best results. Visit healthyhorse.co and use discount code capital S capital C 20 to receive 20% off your next purchase. I started riding when I was about nine years old and I was just taking lessons at a little hunter jumper barn and all that stuff and I just fell in love with it. It was just so much fun. I knew from the very beginning, like the moment I got on the horse, that it was just going to be something I want to do forever. So, you know, I just kept riding and riding and then I kind of realized some of the, some of the messed up things within the horse community, especially um, with the English riding and the hunter-jumper world. And um, at first I thought it, I wanted to be a tr- So I was like, you know, early 20s. And then I quickly was like, oh, there's a whole dark underbelly to all this stuff. So then I kind of pivoted and started doing photography more, which is my other passion, photography, videography. And then I could still kind of stay in the equestrian world without having to deal with like all the bullshit. So, mm-hmm. You can kind yeah. of pick and choose your clients in that sense too. Yes, exactly. So I can kind of like feel people out before, you know, we meet and everything. And usually like the clients I've met, I've never had any problems with them. So I think it's just like in certain little pockets and communities that it's, mm, it can be a little bit interesting. So yeah. yeah. And I feel like if you got experience with that pocket at a young age it's Mm -hmm. easier to kind of like know who where and who those pockets are and then just to kind of stay away yeah exactly that i think that's exactly what happened with me i was just kind of like okay now i know and i'm glad i'm kind of glad i was exposed to that at a young age because now like you said i can kind of sense it out before i even like really start working with people so i like it now and it's less pressure and i can just do what i want and do lessons, do trail rides, whatever I want without their feeling like there's a weird clicky aspect to it. So I like where I'm at now. Yeah. Did you go to any sort of junior college or college? You know, I just went to like community college over in Santa Barbara and I was taking videography film classes and stuff like that. And then I kind of was like, 
you know what, college really isn't for me, I don't think, you know, so I just kind of branched out on my own, and for me, that seems to have worked a lot better than doing the classes. For some people, sure, but I, for me, I just gotta, I just gotta go out there and do it. That's the best way, so. Yeah, and are you born and raised in Santa Barbara? I moved to Santa Barbara like five years ago, but yeah, I grew up in Orange County, did that whole like show circuit with the jumping and everything. A lot of fun, but it was, you know, like I said, interesting. My boyfriend was going to UCSB at the time and I would visit him and I was just like, oh my gosh, Santa Barbara is gorgeous and I love it and so I moved there. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun place to be. We were talking before this but mm -hmm. i lived in santa barbara as well and it's pretty amazing yes, it's so amazing it's freaking expensive but it's just like there is a good horse community over there that i really like so i uh, there's a lot to do horse beaches which is something that orange county la does not have at all and i get to ride on the beach all the time so very grateful for that especially as a photographer too because the yes. beach offers such beautiful photos definitely so people will be like i'm trying to be like the beach santa barbara photographer <laughs> you know what i mean like so people will be like oh so you're in santa barbara where the horse beach is like will you come you know take pictures and stuff since i'm there anyway so it kind of works out and i i love being that beachy horse photographer yeah so how how long ago did you officially start your business and what do you call it i seriously started pursuing it maybe like three years ago i mean i've always been into photography just doing it as a hobby and i've loved it and the name i go under is instride productions and yeah it's been about like three years of like solidly pursuing this and really trying to go hard with it so it's been fun and what was kind of for you the scariest part with starting your own business i guess it was that people have an idea of like photographers in my opinion and they're like oh my gosh it's so oversaturated now everyone wants to be a photographer that was kind of scary and I, people just kept being in my ear you know telling me like no you shouldn't do this and just like how they were with being a trainer, honestly, when I first wanted to be a trainer. Just people in my ear and I kind of let it get to me a little bit. But ultimately, I just I just went out there and just was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do it. And since I do kind of like a niche thing, like equestrian photography, videography, I was like, since it is so niche, I can make it more of a thing and just you know maybe people will be more down for that which sounded weird to a lot of other people was like equestrian videography like that's such a specific thing but honestly it's it's been working out so i i can't complain i think i did make the right decision so do you remember your first client and what that was like what i would first do is like reach out to people honestly so i don't know that i would call them clients i'd be like can i please just like take photos and videos of you and your horse just practice yeah just practice and stuff so and then you know they in the future would be like reoccurring clients then they would become clients after that's kind of how i started out i would go places like you know where moro bay is mm -hmm. there's rachel and i think her name is uh nantucket blue on instagram but she's just really cool I, uh, she was one of the first people that like i reached out to and was like hey like can we like do something and she's been awesome and then just kind of reaching out to people from there and then building a little network so that's been fun what's been like a really cool opportunity that's come about for you that stands out right now i like this company i'm working for it's called hannah childs and it's like a equestrian clothing company like for women mm -hmm. and it's really nice because they give me creative control creative direction of everything so i can just reach out to riders that i'm like i think are really cool and be like hey do you want to come shoot and then they're like yeah and then i just kind of get to do that so 
I love that just because it's like they they just let me do pretty much whatever and just like okay put the clothes on and stuff and that's that's my favorite is when it's a creative direction thing and you can just do whatever you want pretty much that's my favorite yeah yeah and are you ever on the other side of the camera yes definitely that's one thing that I really do like to do if there's like a horse involved honestly like if it's just me I get pretty awkward in front of the camera and I don't really know how to pose but if there's a horse there and I'm just like hanging out with them then I'm like okay it's more about the horse anyway mm -hmm. right like that's that's just how it goes and I do random things sometimes people might kind of think I'm weird for it but I have done like some, some like nude posing on horses and stuff which most people are like whoa that's a little like risque but in my mind I'm like I think it's all beautiful like I personally love to see that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. on Instagram with it's like horses and like women and like just doing their thing and I, I like to see that and I think it's in good taste in my opinion when I try to do that kind of stuff like yeah. I don't know I think people have seen my Instagram here and there and they're kind of like oh, like I don't I don't know if they think it's like all promiscuous or something I don't really know what they think I don't really care because what I'm just trying to put out there is like I just think it looks cool sometimes so yeah. yeah well and I think it's different and I think if someone has a judgment on that it's probably because they would never dare be naked at the beach in a public area yeah. on a horse blah 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 and so it's almost like this judgment just because they wouldn't yeah yeah I agree with that yeah it's kind of like I I'm just like why not like what does it really come down to like what what are they afraid of I get like okay you don't want other people to see but like in my instance I did a photo shoot like I was one of the models in Lauren Mave photography and she was doing a workshop and I think I had mentioned like on my Instagram story or something like we used to just go naked in the mountains and yeah. just like go swimming and stuff just because it's fun and I think she might have seen that and been like oh maybe she's down to just like pose in front of like 20 photographers nude on the Why beach not? with a horse and I was like hell yeah I am <laughs> like of course I'm so down so that was funny but it was like very everyone was so supportive and encouraging and it was a bunch of like other ladies too in that workshop it was really supportive and and nice actually so I think it kind of depends on who you have around you as well for sure and the intention behind it the intention mm -hmm. isn't like in a sexual manner mm -hmm. it's for art exactly yeah yeah that's exactly what i think too it's 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 an art thing and i can get behind art you know has there been any shoots that kind of went wrong and if you want to talk about it i've had people that oh you know what i did have so i work with a trail guiding company and you know sometimes they hire me to do the shoots but the people a lot of times that ride the horses are just renting the horses and don't know how to ride really so <laughs> i've had people who think oh it's gonna be great to just gallop on the beach with this horse you know they know they're not supposed to do that so i've had where they're like oh no they think it's gonna look really good in the photos they know they're not supposed to but they kick the horse and go Phew. it's happened like twice i think they kick the horse and the horse is like okay sure i'm gonna fucking go then <laughs> yeah and they just gallop off and i'm like oh my god like i still am snapping but I'm yeah like, they're it's not looking good at all like they're clenched teeth they're like holy shit like eyes wide like just trying to stay on the horn of the saddle and uh so that kind of thing has happened 
a couple times before. So, I mean, but again, that was with people that didn't know how to ride, so that kind of makes sense. Generally, the people that I work with besides that kind of thing are just, they know what they're doing and they just focus on the riding aspect of it and it usually goes pretty smoothly. I haven't really had many people that actually know how to ride have any issues with the shoots, luckily, knock on wood. Yeah, that's good, because I can see it, even just bareback shoots, where, like, the horse just has a moment, and... Oh, yeah. Oh, it could go south so quickly, but luckily, it, it really hasn't, unless there's people that don't know how to ride and doing the rental horses, so thank yeah. goodness, yeah. So, with this rental string, do you work for them guiding the trails or just doing the photography? I do some guiding with them as well, just because it's a lot of fun for me, and I get to go in the trails and sometimes they do multi-day pack trips and stuff which is so much fun so i like to do that when i can but then you know also just partner with them to do engagements or just if anyone wants to rent their horses and shoot sometimes people come on my website and they think that i just like provide the horses and stuff but <laughs> no, i wish that'd be so cool but no i just kind of hook them up with the trail riding company and they they rent so that's cool yeah is there anything else within your horse trajectory that you like want to bring up? I would love to start taking English lessons again just because I miss it so much. Like I miss the jumping, I miss dressage. I just don't miss the community a lot of times and I'm sure there's something out there that is great but I don't know last time I was in a hunter jumper barn it was like they were shooting up ace with the horse's neck like every time we were riding and I just kind of saw that as a kid and like as a teenager and I was like hmm something about this is just definitely not right like they wouldn't turn the horses out they would just take them straight from the stall put the ace in tack them up and then the horse is like dead the whole ride and I just don't want to see that kind of thing ever again and maybe that was an extreme version but I feel like a lot of people have kind of similar experiences to me. You know, my trainer would just be cussing at me and stuff. It just was not a good, you know, it was money grubbing, that whole thing. So if I could find an English barn that is not like that, that would be amazing. I, maybe it's just, again, my experience, but when I started riding Western with this trail riding company, it kind of seemed like generally Western stuff was more chill. Maybe not everyone, but from what I had seen. So I, if I can find like that perfect in-between of just a good English barn, I would love to start jumping again, but. Yeah, have you ever tried dressage? I did, I was, I did dressage for a couple of years and that was definitely like the hardest thing ever. Like that is so hard to me, way harder than hunter jumpers, in my opinion, just to get the horse rounded and get, you have to be so in tune with your body. Fine tuned, yeah. So yeah, have you done dressage before? I've done maybe like a handful of dressage okay. lessons. My horse is a very fancy dressage horse, Ooh. but I don't know much, but I have a lot of friends that are in the dressage community mm -hmm. as well. And yeah, it's like the fine tuning. Like if you grew, I also grew up hunter jumper okay. in, in yeah. SoCal and you know, your toe is out, your knees are clenched, all these mm -hmm. things. And in dressage, you want a long leg, loose leg, loose hip, different. like very everything different. about it is different. Mm -hmm. So I, I talk about how I wish I started dressage. It's a, it's a great foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, afterwards, I was like, that's what I thought, too. I was like, I should have learned this shit first. Like, yeah. this is where it's at. And then you learn the other stuff. But I don't know. Some As kids, we don't want to, too. We no. want to, like, go fast, jump big. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. I know. Dressage, it's a little bit more slow. And, like, you have to be patient with it. But it, that is a great foundation for sure. So. Yeah. Definitely. It's, how did you choose your business name? 
Mm, honestly, I was on the phone with my mom and I was going through a really hard, not breakup, but it was just like, it was kind of an abusive relationship I was going through. I was trying to get out of it and stuff and I was just talking to my mom. I was also at the time just kind of cultivating my business ideas and everything and getting the website up and then she was like, oh, baby, you just gotta take it in stride, you know? And I was like, wait, what'd you just say right now? I was <laughs> say like, that again. Say that again. And then she's like, in stride. And then I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm gonna do that. And just like the fact that it was a conversation with my mom that was kind of tough and stuff, I was like, oh, it just seems right, you know? And it's so, horse related. And it's horse related. Yeah. So I was like, this is perfect. I'll just go with that. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of a play on words similar to my Stable Connections yes, name. I love the name of your podcast. Yeah. And it was like, a non-horse friend, my one of my best mm -hmm. friends that came up with that. I was literally, really? like, I gave her a few words and then she's a writer. She's a street yeah. poet. And so she knows how to play with. She's a wordsmith. Yes. And so she started just sending me random things. And I was like, Stable Connections. Like, I love that. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is, yeah. You, when you know, you know, with the, with the yeah. titles and stuff. and the Then you got to choose the Business fonts. names. Yeah. And the fonts. <laughs> I know. It's a whole thing, like, branding and all that. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other thing that I've learned this year and like is a whole other monster to be tackling i mean i don't know if you have kind of had similar experiences with that but it's tough like everything all the details yeah i <laughs> recently have been very fortunate where i found somebody to do like redo my website a little bit mm -hmm. and i've had friends over the years because i've had other businesses and i've had friends that kind of know that stuff and mm -hmm. so i'll like send them what i think might look good and then yeah. they switch it up yeah. because I don't have that like creative eye mm -hmm. with a lot of that stuff and so I've been very fortunate but this is really exciting to me <laughs> I no, tell me so my posts that I do with the episodes you know how I'm guessing you've seen they yeah. kind of look mm -hmm. like that so I was really sick of them looking like this I just think it looks super cheesy mm -hmm. and I did these today and now this is what they look like Oh my gosh, that looks right? so good, yeah. I'm so excited, really so something, and I did yeah. that myself. That's awesome. Um, but I sent it to my friends that are branding yes. people, and I'm like, how do we feel? And she's like, holy shit, like, That's, amazing. So you could do it on your own, like, I mean... Canva. Do you have the app Canva? Canva has changed yeah. my life. <laughs> it's changed like, so many people. Literally, I, I started using it maybe, like, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, I get mm -hmm. the hype mm -hmm. now. People kept telling me, and I'm like, oh And my it's God. free. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't pay for anything still. It's amazing. That's, for yeah. flyers, for like literally everything. Yeah. It's and awesome. It just, they have so many options and yeah, can't recommend Canva enough. <laughs> this Holy is not shit. a paid app. I know. I should, I should be low key, but yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to go like an Airbnb or something, I'd be like, do you want photos of your Airbnb in exchange for like a couple nights of free stay? Yeah. I mean, why not just and they that. can say no and that's fine yeah that's totally okay move on and but if you can do kind of like a mutual thing and it works out for both of you then all the more power to you well and i feel like especially with photography because i don't know if you have a watermark or anything on your photos but mm -hmm. if you do or if you just ask the person to be like hey if and where wherever you post these mm -hmm. can you at least like put my website underneath it or yes. something so it's promoting you mm -hmm. and everyone needs good photos nowadays yeah everybody exactly that's why i'm like i'm pretty confident when i go into something like that and i'm like oh do you want to do photos in exchange for that and usually people are like 
so hell down. yeah they're so down <laughs> for it yeah so i'm like okay cool and i like i love taking pictures just even for fun so i'm always like cool let's do it i'm so down so yeah works out do you do kind of 50 50 photography videography right now it's probably a little bit more videography that's kind of what i'm more interested in because i love to do like the drone stuff like i love to get people like galloping on their horse down the beach or mm -hmm. something like like that's my favorite because i think it looks so epic it's probably like 75 percent videography you know and the what is that 25 percent yeah photography i'm really bad at math so i didn't even try um was it a pretty big learning curve with the drone yes definitely i i have crashed my drone a couple of times and during shoots um no luckily not i was just messing around and getting really close like I think it was my first time I crashed my drone was in Iceland and I was filming a herd of Icelandic horses and they were like going all crazy like turning which way like just galloping around honestly I was like pretty buzzed when I was <laughs> that'll, like, that'll be a good reason to crash yeah. or just like the I'm, excitement of what's going on that you're like watching too much and yeah then... and then there was yeah and then there was a tree of course and then I just psh, I crashed into it but it was like a vacation for Iceland so like we had like come back from a pub or whatever and then just i was like wait there's a herd of horses right there i have to film it <laughs> all buzzed and stuff like kind of a little bit maybe a little bit drunk even <laughs> and that so that makes sense and then there's been other times where it's like very close calls luckily never on shoots like i try to have like a second eye with me someone else who can be like okay you're not gonna run into anything that's really important to me because i just the drone is too much of an investment for me to like crash and kill it <laughs> yep and there are some places that don't allow drones correct yeah so like i have to make sure that it's not near an airport or like national park yeah too? national park military base any of that stuff like it has to be not even in the airspace or whatever so and then also um looking for things like you know telephone wires and all that stuff like that could be so bad so have to be very cautious but um the beach is pretty open though that's why i love doing the beach <laughs> yeah. exactly and then the waves like you can't the, the horses wouldn't get scared of the drone because the waves kind of crash in the back. Ah, it's true. So it's kind of a perfect thing. Like, if people are always like, oh, well, I don't know how my horse is going to act with the drone. And I'm like, well, if we go to the beach, then that solves the problem completely. So mm -hmm. highly recommend beachy drone stuff for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And let's see. So you don't take any lessons yourself right now. You're hopeful to do a little more English? Yeah, I'd love to do a little bit more English. Like, I kind of feel caught in the middle right now because I just feel like I'm not a cowgirl. Like, I didn't grow up, like, roping cattle or doing branding or any of that stuff. So I kind of feel like I'm not really part of that tribe right now. I mean, maybe I could eventually take more lessons and stuff but right now I just kind of guide trails and then English stuff would just be something I would want to brush up on more again if I found the right place but I just feel like I'm kind of caught in the middle with those two things I don't really know sometimes like my identity and I'm like the whole You're just a horse girl I'm just a horse girl exactly yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna ask do you feel like because so my situation is mm -hmm. I have a fancy dressage horse yes I ride in a dressage saddle but I trail ride mm -hmm. most of the time by myself by choice I personally don't feel like I need to have a lot of people do ask like oh what discipline do you ride or who do you ride with or mm -hmm. blah 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 and I don't really ride with anyone like trainer wise or yeah. anything and you just kind of do your own thing yeah. and, you, and you don't feel like you need to like belong to a certain mm -mm. thing sometimes I'm just like 
I wonder how people perceive me from my Instagram. Like, do they like not relate because I like put both English and Western thingies, or is it like, or I don't know if maybe they do connect more because there's us in the middle who like we were doesn't all matter. Over the place. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what we are. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. And do you have your own horses? I have my own horse. She is like 23, I think, and she's retired. Is she the little gray? Yeah, yeah. She's the gray Arabian mare. I got her technically like last year because I was taking care of her and the owner was like 80 something years old and he was, you know, paying me to take care of her. That's fine. But then one day he calls me up and he's like, hey, I can't afford her anymore and if uh, you're not gonna take her I'm just gonna I'll, I'm just gonna put her down and I was like that's a hard place okay. to get put in. Oh. Like, and she has issues she has like navicular ring like the list goes on with her but I don't think it was anything that warranted putting her down I think ju just because she was an inconvenience for him and I was like okay of course like I'm not gonna he's crazy he needs to she needs to get out of his hands so mm -hmm. that's when i technically started owning her and stuff so uh, so do you take her on some of your adventures that you go on sometimes yeah there was a nice ranch in um like san inez area we used to just go swimming in the swimming hole and stuff and like i mentioned before there's no one out there so you can my friends and i would just be like naked like going through the swimming hole and that was a lot of fun and you know she would just do like little trails here and there but then that ranch unfortunately closed down because of all the rain and i guess the the mudslides or something mm. like got to it so i'm so sad but she can't be there anymore and now she's just kind of in a pasture just living her life which being is great a horse. yeah just being a horse which is exactly what she needs with all her stuff and i occasionally will go on a really short trail ride with her but yeah that's about it for her right now so do you think you'll get another horse at some point i want to one day but it's just like a financial thing i can't justify it right now because i just i mean with her i can because i had to so i make it happen but after that i feel like i might need to catch my breath a little bit with, with the horse it's a big stuff. responsibility it is it's a lot and it's just it, it is kind of a money pit sometimes i love them so much and i would do anything for my horse obviously and do you have any other like goals for your business in terms of like big shoots or um i would just like to be a person who videos like riding holidays maybe like traveling around the world or something like that that would be so much fun just getting paid to do brand stuff maybe like an equestrian apparel brand that is like going on some kind of trip that would be amazing whether it's like to africa or i don't that's where i want to go i want to go to like africa <laughs> specifically New Zealand. yeah i'll do that kind of thing and go to like a cool trail riding thing so we'll see that's definitely on my list that's like top of my goals is to be able to travel and get paid for that kind of thing so and what do you think step number one is to get there i was thinking of just reaching out to people honestly and even with the clothing brand that i'm working with now they have opportunity for like expansion and maybe maybe trips in the future so i'm kind of hoping that they'll do something like that later that would be amazing so, yeah. yeah and with some of the because I noticed on your Instagram, you are on some really cool horses. Like, you are on yes. them. So do you ask randomly once you're done with a shoot? No, there have been some where it's like, uh, I think I mentioned, like, Lauren Maeve. She 
puts together these awesome workshops. She gets these great horses, like I think uh, they're like these Andalusians with like the long hair and stuff. And then she asked me to model and I'm like, I get to ride these awesome horses. So that's where they come from. Sometimes on my shoots, they'll be like, oh, wanna, wanna go for a ride after? And I'm like, fuck yeah, of course, like, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so I'll, I'll always take people up on that if they offer me to do that. Do you have any hobbies outside of horses and photography? <sighs> Not really, honestly. I mean, I love to go to music festivals. Other than that, I just, I'm so into my photography and horse stuff. Like, that's really all that I do, honestly. I'd love to make room for more hobbies eventually, but it's, right now, that just takes up my whole life. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's a fun, it's it's fun because it switches, it, like, it's not the same every time, too. Yeah. In terms of what you do or who you're shooting or where you're shooting. Yeah, it's so different, and I like shooting, you know, just people that have different backgrounds and stuff. Like, some people are, like, so into, like, the natural horsemanship or whatever, and then other people are like, oh, could you, do, could we do a shoot of me, like, at a show or something? So, so it's totally different all the time and I, I love it it keeps it really interesting for sure yeah are there any shoots coming up that you're like super excited about there's another clothing brand that has reached out to me and it looks like again they're going to be giving me full control and they just want to do they want all the things like they want the drone with the arena and it's kind of like an english one so i get to do lots of shoots with people jumping and all that they have a couple of people that they want me to shoot that are like apparently like really good competitive show jumpers and stuff so I'm, I'm excited to do that kind of thing too and just you know explore that with yeah. the creativity and stuff in mind so yeah. very cool yeah and why do you think these people are reaching out to you of all people I think it is because I'm so niche. Like, I think I've just stuck with that so hard with the equestrian videography. Honestly, I feel like my SEO has gone up on my website recently because I've been getting a lot more messages from my website. So I think if people type in like California equestrian videographer, I think I might be like getting up in the ranks a little bit more. Yeah, staying consistent with that kind of thing and just being niche with it. I, I do recommend to people, whatever their field might be, like try to stay as niche as possible because those people will find you and then, you know, you can just blossom from there and then make a cool connection. Yeah. And so other than, did you ever take any I know you said you had some junior college videographer yeah. classes. Did you take any other kind of like certificates or are there any other ways to get education? I personally didn't. I was kind of like, I was like almost done with my associates. And then there was this one math class and I was just like, fuck that. Like I can't do, I just, I can't do it. And I was just already branching out at that point. I mean, if you want to be on set for example and do more like commercial stuff i would recommend going to like a, a production company or something and really just like from being like a personal assistant up until you know doing the whole production i'd just say kind of shadow people if you're trying to do that but for me i wanted to always do independent stuff and just I wanted to make my own schedule and stuff so I'm just very stubborn with that kind of thing so it's so important to reach out to people like no matter what you do I think yeah reaching out to people is even if you feel dumb like just just do it I don't know I know I do that yeah. all the time yeah you should <laughs> I did that yeah. with you exactly and see that's how it happens that's how you have to be yeah you know and you never know what's gonna happen like the worst case is they say no or like maybe it goes bad but who cares at least you tried and you did something new you yeah know? 
Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And uh, what kind of music do you prefer? I like electronic music, honestly. I kind of like going to those electronic festivals and doing multi-day like camping festivals just because the community is really cool and people are just really different and unique and that's something I like. I think I've realized I do like just going out and meeting new different people a lot even though you know grew up with social anxiety and all that stuff but I kind of grew out of that and now I'm like I, I do like meeting people and I do like making new connections and stuff I really do yeah so is there anything else within your trajectory that you want to make sure you bring up I guess I would just say to anyone that is worried that they're not going to find their people or their tribe as far as like equestrian stuff goes if they feel like they don't fit in or whatever, just keep looking because you will find those people for sure. And I have realized that there are so many cool equestrians around here. You just, you do have to kind of look for it and you will find those people that are, that are chill and mellow and cool. And it's, it's all around us. Not everyone is just, you know, has a stick up their ass. It's not all like that in the equestrian world, even though it seems like that sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's almost advice for yourself because yeah, of the whole hunter-jumper, like, yuckiness that you mm -hmm. had growing up. Cool, well, let's go into the questions. So what is something within the community that you want to see evolve or change? And then how can you, if you're not already, help with that change? I'd like to see in the community more just, like, diversity as far as people that want to do something else besides, like, just competitions and stuff. Competitions are great, and... That's amazing, but there, again, there's a pocket of people like me that are kind of in between and just want to, like, have a fun time riding, and that's okay, and I just want everyone to be cool with that and less judgment for that, you know? So, yeah, I guess with my part of that, all I can really do is just try to, you know, spread peace and love and all <laughs> that, you know, and, and just trying to keep being, like, a good person in the equestrian world and just try to be positive. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you come at it, if you come even at the show world with less judgment, mm -hmm. then hopefully that'll come back the other exactly. way too. Yeah, yeah. I need to be, yeah, I need to be like, okay, not all show people are, you know, you know, sometimes it's, it's, there's more to it than just the competitions for them too. And it's, that's, that's totally fine. I just don't want the, the uppity, like that kind of vibe. I just want Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> um, cool. And then you get to ask me one question. Yes. I would say, what is next for your podcast? Essentially just continuing to grow and continuing to, it's really cool that I figured out how to sell advertising space too. Yes. And so at least with like the full-time job that I put into this, at least I make a little bit of money as well. Yes. And I help support brands and companies that I believe in, which is also really cool. So yeah, that's kind of the next step. That's kind of the fun of owning my own business and yes. doing it all myself as exhausting as it is sometimes mm -hmm. to do the scheduling, the recording, the editing, the promoting, the marketing, the all of that. Yep. It's exhausting. And yes, eventually I might like to hire out some of those things, mm -hmm. but also I have complete control of what everything looks like and how it everything feels good, goes. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were saying that you do with, um, I don't remember her name, Laura. 
Oh, Lauren Maeve. She's a photographer that yes. kind of puts together these retreats. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, she, so I think it's in September usually. She's doing another one this coming year. She'll just get people together. She's great at having like the whole Instagram community. She's got that down to a T. Because when we did the whole workshop, like they, everyone came down, all the photographers who were looking just to learn more. Um, she'd have different locations, like a ranch location, the beach location. Uh, that's the one that I was at. And yeah, we just meet all together. And then it's so funny because we'll be like calling each other by our Instagram usernames. I'm like, hey, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then everyone's <laughs> like, hey, Laney Bird. And I'm like, hi, what's up? You know? <laughs> like, it was pretty fun, actually. And then, you know, obviously you get to model on beautiful horses and like take pictures too. Lauren and meet some like, cool yeah. people. And meet such cool people from like all over the States and stuff all over the U.S. So it's really cool and highly recommend if you're a photographer that's looking to kind of up their game and also just mingle. It's it's a lot of fun. Is she yeah. horse specific? Yes. Yeah. She, I think she also does weddings, you know, actually, but that's one of her main things is equestrian photography as well. Yeah. Cool. Do you have a favorite breed of horse? I love draft horses honestly like kind of my heart horse i say his name was max he was a draft cross and they are such sweethearts i never knew they're just like big puppies and you know some people don't like their movement and stuff they're kind of like clunky sometimes but i think once you get them trained and everything like they are just they're so sweet they're just so lovey that's what i love and i and i love how big they are and just they're big like huge plate looking hooves like the size of a plate i just love everything about them yeah draft horses are probably probably my favorite what's, yeah. what's your favorite horse i like the pres and andalusians and yes. lusitanos all the iberian types so cool yeah they're and they have like a when they canter and stuff like they do this extra movement i don't mm -hmm. know maybe that's not all of them but like they're pretty animated uh, like yeah animated they yeah. They, they do bend at the knee yes quite a yeah, bit. They bend at the knee. yeah um, they do yeah they're so cool oh i love them every time i ride one i'm like oh my gosh there's so much power here mm -hmm. it's a lot i don't know what to do with it but. <laughs> you just figure it out as yeah, you go. yeah just go and you didn't put your instagram name as your business name why was that for me i put more of like my personal stuff on instagram you know people kind of see me and I, I try to put my face on there sometimes too but for my website and that whole business it's more for like if people are reaching out and they have like a company or something like that which I'll get inquiries here and there was where it's just people that just want to you know get pictures of them and their horse but for my Instagram I like to show a little bit of personality awesome well thank you for chatting with me yes of course thank you so much Hello again, and thank you so much for tuning in to Stable Connections, the podcast. This is your host, Shauna Burke, and if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, don't forget to tune in every Monday morning for a new episode. Follow along on Instagram and on Facebook, and if you or someone you know wants to sponsor an episode, please email stableconnections.sb at gmail.com or visit www.stableconnectionsthepodcast.com. See you next week.